Our first budget today is on page 175. This is by Guru Arjun Oh, Master, I live by having your darshan. O oh, Lord, may my karmas be completely paid off. O oh, my Lord, listen to this prayer. Give me your nam and make me your disciple. O oh, giver, Lord, keep me in your refuge. Rare are the ones who get the grace of the Master. O oh, my Lord, my friend, listen to this request. May your lotus feet dwell within my heart. Nanak makes one request. May I never forget your perfect qualities. O Master, I live by having your darshan. O Lord, may my karmas be completely paid off. Page 175. Darshana de Kajivan, Darshana de Kajivan, Sunobino, Prabhama, 
Master, I live by having your darshan. O Lord, may my karmas be completely paid off. Our next bhajan is on page 48, Guru Kirpalaji Tara Sahara. O Guru Kirpal, we have your support. Separation from you troubles me daily. Without Nam, I have no comfort. Your Nam rains down everywhere. With every breath I remember you, without you I am not worth a penny. O oh, my merciful to the poor ones, it is all your grace. I bore the taunts and criticism, without you who can remove the pain? O oh, my true friend, shower grace on me. Together the friends remember you. Your nam is talked about everywhere. You are unreachable, endless, and limitless. The servant Ajayb remembers you and with every breath sings the Nam of the Guru. You have blessed the infinite store of Nam. O Guru Kirpal, we have your support. Guru Kirpal Jitera Sahara Guru Kirpal Jitera Sahara Teri Judai Nita Stave Teri Judai Nita Stave Nama Binamenu Chena 
servant of Jay remembers you and with every breath sings the Nam of the Guru. You have blessed the infinite store of Nam. O Guru Kirpal, we have your support. Well, Susan had to be away today, so I'm filling in for her. People on the tape circuit have asked if someone would identify themselves. So my name is Richard Shannon. Uh, the first reading today is a talk on a hymn of by Gurdas that was given by Sanchi before the group visited the underground room in December 
December 31st, 1988, and I'm reading from the March 1992 Sunbine magazine. It was given the title here, When the Disciple and Guru Merge. Sanchi says, you have heard and read a lot about this place. This dear one, someone there at the group, was singing the bhajan O Sika, in which the praise of the disciple is written. It tells who the disciple is. It also said how it becomes easier for the disciple to enter the court of the Lord if a disciple becomes a renunciate. If he becomes sad in respect to the worldly things, and instead of giving a place to the worldly pleasures, if he gives first preference to the Almighty Lord, to his master, then it becomes very easy for him to go within and enter the court of the Lord. Right now our within is ruled by the worldly pleasures, plus the desires of this world, and that is why all the waves, all the streams which are being created in our within are of the worldly nature. But if we become sad in respect to all these worldly pleasures and the worldly things, then our beloved master will start ruling our within. And afterwards, all the thoughts, all the streams will be created in our within, excuse me, all the thoughts, all the streams, which will be created in our within, will be related to the master. We will read a very brief Bani of Bhai Gurdas. This is a hymn of a couple of lines only. Bhai Gurdas was a guru Sikh, that disciple of the master, as described in O Sika. He was the nephew of Guru Amardev Ji Maharaj, and also he was the maternal uncle to Guru Arjan Dev Ji Maharaj. He was the one who followed this path practically, and he became successful after reaching Sachkhand. He witnessed the transfer of the power when the masters left the body, and he did that for at least four or five masters. He is the person who was so much devoted to the masters at that time that even in those days, when there were not so many good means of transportation, he worked hard and brought 700 people to the feet of the master and made them get holy initiation. He did the seva of writing Guru Granth Sahib when it was being compiled by Guru Arjan Devji. And Guru Arjan Dev Ji Maharaj said that the vars, or the section written by Bhai Gurdas, will work like a key for all Santmat followers to understand the teachings of Guru Granth Sahib. It will help them to do the meditation. It will help them to have faith in the Master and go to their real home. Anyone who becomes a Paramsant or perfect Master, first he becomes the disciple. The relationship between the disciple and the master is very deep. Even though they live in two different bodies, they are one and the same thing. And they merge in each other in such a way that even though outwardly they look like two different bodies, but from the within they are one and the same thing. It is not true that all initiates get stuck in this world, that they get involved in and lost in, in this world, and do not progress. Because Master Kripal Singh Ji used to say that truth is never destroyed, it always remains alive. There are many dear ones among you who do a lot of meditation, within whom the Master is manifested. They see the Master and talk to him face to face. 
and whenever they want, they can have him present in front of them. There are, any, there are many dear ones among this group who are very devoted to the Master. The disciple who recognizes the Master and who has reached Saj Khand in the lifetime of the Master will never make the mistake of giving the initiation without the authorization or the permission of the Master. In fact, the real yearning, the real devotion, and real love for the Master is created only within such a disciple who recognizes the Master. This is my own experience, that, this, that the disciple who has been appointed by the Master to work in his place and who has been told to do the seva of giving initiation, it is very difficult for the Master to make them understand. It is very difficult for the Master to convince them that they should do their work because they do not have any interest in doing that work and they know that they cannot take the place of their master. But because they are bound in the love of the master and because they have to obey the commandments of the master and they know that there is no other sin than not obeying the commandment of the master, that is why they bow down to the orders of the master and they accept that. Such disciples, those who work in the place of the master, with his authorization or with his orders, they never get involved in the criticism and they never form the parties and they never create such kind of divisions in the Sangha. In fact, they are full of humility. They are full of humility and they have so much love for the master in their within that it is coming out from every single cell of their body. That is why even though they are not interested in doing that work, which has been given to them by the Master. But because they are bound in the love of the Master and they have to obey the commandments of the Master, that is why they do it. Master Kripal Singh Ji personally told me, and I still remember that story when he told me how his beloved Master Sound Singh convinced him to obey the commandments of giving initiation. He told me that Master Sound Singh that said, look here, Kripal Singh, I don't want my teachings to be lost in this world because there will be many people who will be capable of explaining the theory, but just explaining the theory is not enough. It cannot take you above. Giving the initiation is not only explaining the theory, it is taking on the responsibility for the souls. And saying all those things, Master Sound Singh convinced Master Kripal Singh to do the job. He also said that a blind person cannot substitute for the person who has eyes, and he cannot lead people to their destination because he does not have any eyes. Whereas the person who has two eyes can easily lead the people to their destination. When Master Kripal Singh was telling me all these things, I was trembling and I felt as if the earth below me was moving. I was wondering why Master had started talking about that all of a sudden. When he was telling me all these things, I was not in very good shape, but suddenly he said, you will have to give out the message of truth to the people. I wept in front of him and told him, Master, you know that I do not know anyone in this world. I do not have as much worldly knowledge as you do. When even you, who is such a great being, and you who own so much of the worldly knowledge, 
when you are opposed and criticized by the people, where do I stand? People will criticize me, and I do not have any worldly knowledge. How will I be able to do all this work? So I request that you always stay with us. May your shadow always be with us, and may we always enjoy your grace. You remain here, and you do your work, and we will be very happy just sitting with you. He said, no, you should not worry about that. Because when a bad person does not stop doing his bad deeds, why should a good person stop doing his good deeds? And you have to do this work. Dear ones, he did not look at my weeping. He did not look at my trembling. But he embraced me and told me, don't worry, I am always with you and nothing bad will happen. Your work is only to convey the truth. Dear ones, you know that up until now I have never gone out in the world according to my own wish, and I can't even do that. I have always said, wherever you send me, I go there, and I only give out your message. You can very well imagine the condition of the person who does not know anyone in the world and who has spent all his life sitting underground. But if he is told to come out into the world and go out into the world, just imagine how he would feel. It is not very easy to come out into the world for a person who does not know anything about the world and who does not know anyone in this world. It is not easy like visiting your aunt's home. It is very difficult. You know that in the beginning, when I came out into this world, many people, the learned dear ones, came to me and they explained to me and they told me that I should not go out. They were telling me how Papu was still a kid because you already know that at that time, when people started coming for the first time, Papu didn't even know good English. You are very well aware of that fact. They told me that it was not good for me to go out into the world with this small kid who does not know any good language. I told them, no, it is not in my control, it is not in my hands, because I neither know Papu nor his family. I don't know anyone, but I'm sure and I can see that my beloved master is with me. His power is with me, and everything is going to be with me, so I do not have to worry about anything. In the first verse, I sacrificed myself on those disciples of the master who had the darshan of the master. Bhai Gurdas lovingly says, I sacrificed myself, I lay down my life for them, I cut myself into four pieces for those dear ones who have gone and had the darshan of my beloved master. Dear ones, what can we say about the importance of those who have had the darshan of the master? Because it is not a very small thing, and it is not a very easy thing to have the darshan of the master. All the masters have talked about the importance of those who have had the darshan of the master. Guru Nanak Sahib also said, O oh, Nanak, those who have had the darshan of the master, they never go back into the mother's womb and they never have to suffer the pain. Because those who have had the darshan of the master, they become the liberated ones. The verse, I sacrifice myself on those disciples of the master who bowed down to and sat in the congregation of the master. He said, 
I sacrifice myself even for those disciples of the Master, who bowing down their head to the Master have gone and sat in the Sangat of the Master. He has sung the great importance of the Sangat. To sit at the feet of the Master is the best satsang. And with his own grace, the Master even allows us to do the satsang in his name. We can even call that meeting the Congregation of the Satsang. Even that is very important. The dear ones sit together in the name of the Master, in the remembrance of the Master, and they feel themselves unburdened, and they feel themselves light afterwards. Dear ones, the Shabbat form of the Master is also present there. He is even present there where the disciples remember him. The verse... I sacrifice myself on those disciples of the Master who speak the sweet words of the path of the Masters. Now he says that I sacrifice myself even for those disciples of the Master who after accepting the teachings of the Masters have a good relationship with the other societies and the other religions and those who keep the harmony and love in their family. I sacrifice myself on those disciples of the Master. People get the inspiration, and even the family gets impressed. And the inspiration of a satsangi's life is good, because when people hear, this satsangi talks very sweetly, and he has a very good life. So looking at him, they also get impressed. There are dear ones in this group whose parents came to see me. They just wanted to see me. And they told me, we have come to see you because you have done a great sacrifice for our children. The next verse, I sacrifice myself on those disciples of the Master who love the Guru Bhais, brothers in the faith, as sons and beloved ones. Now he says that I sacrifice myself for those disciples of the Master who understand the other satsangis as their, as their brothers, if they are equal to them in age. If they are younger, they understand them as their sons. If they are older, they understand them as their parents. So he says, I sacrifice myself on those disciples of the Master who understand the other satsangis as their brothers, parents, and their younger sons. Because satsangis have to meet again after this life. And as a matter of fact, satsangis are our real relatives. Mahatma Ravidas has said, he who dwells in this city is my companion. The next verse. I sacrifice myself on those disciples of the Master who in their hearts understand the seva for the Master as pleasing. Now he says that I sacrifice myself for those disciples of the Master to whom the seva of the Master seems very pleasing and seems very sweet and those who do it devotedly. The verse, I sacrifice myself on those disciples of the Master who cross over themselves and also liberate the whole of creation. He says that I sacrifice myself for those disciples of the Master, those who themselves get the liberation, and those who liberate the whole creation. The importance of the glory of the disciple of the Master is very great. In the last verse, by meeting such disciples of the Master, all the sins get destroyed. He says that we cannot describe the glory or the importance of meeting the Master. We cannot even describe the glory and the importance of meeting the disciples of the Master. 
because even by meeting the perfect disciple of the Master, millions of our sins are finished. So in this hymn, he described the importance of the disciple of the Master. So we should also be like Bai Gurdas. We should also do the meditation of the Shabbat Because he did a lot of meditation of the Shabbat he became the perfect disciple of the Master, and he impressed the other people in this world. Many people came to Guru Arjan Dev Ji Maharaj only because of the impression they received from Bhai Gurdas. Many yogis even came to get the initiation from Guru Arjan Dev because they were impressed by the life of Bhai Gurdas. So like him, we should also do the meditation of Shabadnam. When we go back home, we should talk about the benefits of this trip. We should tell people about Sant We should tell people why it is important for us to follow the path of the masters and becoming the representatives of the master and living an exemplary life. We should impress the people so that they may also be attracted to the path. And that's the end of that talk. This is uh, from the Ambrosial Hour, Chapter 12, The Test of a Gurumukh by Swamiji Maharaj. And it says here, it's reprinted from the book, The Two Ways. Out of mercy, the Satguru always takes care of the jiva, embodied or bound soul, and is desirous that all his disciples should have great love and faith in his feet. But the mind does not like that the jiva should attain this state. It therefore tries to draw him towards the enjoyment of sensual pleasures and wants the jiva to obey its dictates. The jivas should therefore continue their devotion at the feet of the Satguru, beware of the ambush of the mind, and see that they do not fall into its trap. A brief account of the ways of a gurumukh and the ways of a manmukh is given here to enable the jiva to test and regulate his conduct the jiva should go on applying this test to himself. And there's a footnote defining the terms. Gurumukh, one through whom the guru speaks, that is, one who has risen above his ego, individual mind, desires, etc., so that his higher self, which is identical with the guru, is actively manifest. And in manmukh, one through whom the mind speaks, that is, one who has not become a Gurumukh and is still living in the fallen state which keeps him away and separate from his higher self, Guru or God. <coughs> the interesting thing is somewhere Sanchi has uh, said, describing his disciples, that uh, you are Gurumukhs. And I guess it's just meaning that he sees us as we, uh, as we could become, certainly doesn't apply to me. But um, when you read through this list, I'm always surprised. 
I work in an office with 14 or 15 other people, and I'm the only satsangi there. I was, previously, I had the good fortune of working at the Sanpani Press, where there was at one point five or six people were satsangis. And you, you observe the things that worldly people are uh, interested in and take seriously, and it's it's really <laughs> sometimes kind of. I mean, I hear them talking about TV characters as if they were real people and, and talking about them as saying, oh, I really want such and such to happen to so-and-so. It's like they're talking about their children. I mean, we want good things to happen to our children. But uh, anyway, so this is a, I always find this list is a very good test for me to remind me to, uh, to do what Sanchi just said in that other talk. If we, if we live our life as a disciple of the Master, we teach the people around us about the path just by our example. We don't have to really say anything. They'll just see that there's something different about the way we live our life. Number one, the dealings of the Gurumukha are always true and straight with everybody. He shuns evil and does not deceive anyone. Whatever he does, he does for the Satguru and relies upon his mercy. A manmuk is sly and insincere in his dealings and will deceive others to secure his own interests. He depends upon his own cleverness and intelligence and wishes to proclaim himself. A gurumuk controls his mind and senses and is humble in spirit. He puts up with taunting words, lends a willing ear to advice, and does not seek to be honored. A manmuk does not like his mind to be curbed. Curbed. He does not like to submit to anyone or obey anybody and is jealous of the greatness of others. Three, a gurumuk does not oppress anybody. He is always willing and ready to serve and please and wishes to, to do good to others. He seeks not his own fame or honor but keeps happy and absorbed in the thoughts of the Satguru and in his holy feet. A manmuk dominates others and makes them serve him. He seeks honor and does not care for others except for his own selfish interests. He enjoys being honored and made much of and does not remain absorbed in the holy feet of the Satguru. Four, a gurumuk never gives up his humility and gentleness. He does not resent it if he is slandered or slighted or shown disrespect. He regards all this as conducive to his own good. A manmuk fears slander and dishonor, does not willingly put up with disrespect, and solicits praise. 5. A gurumuk works hard and never remains idle. A manmuk seeks bodily ease and comfort and is lazy. 6. A gurumuk leads a simple and humble life and is ready to live contentedly on whatever falls to his lot, be it dry and unbudded bread or rough and coarse clothing. A manmuk always loves and craves dainty dishes. He does not like to have dry and unbuttered bread and things of low value. Seven, a gurumuk is not engrossed by earthly goods and the meshes of the world and feels no pain or pleasure in losing them or getting them. He is not upset by unbecoming remarks made against him. He keeps an eye on the salvation of his soul and on pleasing his Satguru. 
Ivanwok thinks too much of the world and its goods. He feels pain if he loses them and pleasure if he gets them. If one talks harshly to him, he immediately flies into anger, forgets the grace and power of the Satguru, and does not rely on him. Eight, a Gurumukh is frank and sincere in all matters. He is liberal-minded, helps others, and wishes them well. He is contented with little and does not desire to take from others. A Manmukh is greedy. He is always ready to take things from others, but does not want to give. He always thinks of his own interest in everything and does not care for others. He goes on multiplying his desires and is not straight in his dealings. Nine, a Gurumukh is not attached to worldly people. He does not crave or care for pleasures or enjoyments, nor does he long for sightseeing and amusements. His only desire is to be at the feet of Satguru, and he remains absorbed in that bliss. A Manmukh loves worldly people and things, desires enjoyments and pleasures, and feels happy in sightseeing and amusements. 10. Whatever a Gurumukh does, he does to please his Satguru and craves for grace and mercy from him. He praises only the Satguru, wishes to see only him honored, and has no worldly desires. A Manmukh has some self-interest or pleasure in whatever he does, for he cannot undertake anything which does not contribute to his self-interest. He wishes to be praised and honored, and the worldly de desires predominate in him. 11. A Gurumukh is not antagonistic towards anyone. Rather, he loves even those who are antagonistic to him. He is not proud of his family, caste, position, or the friendship of great men, and loves devoted and spiritually minded people. He always keeps alive his love and devotion in the feet of the Satguru, and always wishes to gain more and more the mercy and grace of the Satguru. A Manmukh is anxious to have a big family and friends, courts rich and influential people, and is proud of the friendship of such persons and of his own caste. He always wishes to do things for show and cares little for the approval of the Satguru. 12. A Gurumukh is not distressed by poverty and want, but bears with fortitude any calamity that may befall him, always trusts in the mercy of the Satguru and is grace, grateful to him. A Manmukh is quickly distressed by adversity and calls aloud for help. He feels pain and grumbles if he is poor. 13. A Gurumukh leaves everything to the divine will, and whether it turns out well or ill, he never brings in his own ego. He does not try to prove his own point, nor does he try to prove the hollowness of others. He will not permit himself to be entangled in controversial acts. Always watching the will of the Satguru, he passes his days singing the Satguru's praises. Imanmukh asserts himself in everything. For his own delight and gain, he undertakes things involving strife and dispute. He gets angry and is even ready to quarrel to maintain his own side. 14. A Gurumukh does not run after new and novel things, for he sees that they have their root in the material world. He conceals his own virtues from the world and does not like to be praised. 
From whatever he sees or hears, he selects that point which is calculated to contribute to his love and devotion for the Satguru, and goes on singing the praises of the Satguru, who is the treasure of all good. A manmukh is always anxious to see and hear novel things. He is eager to pry into the secrets of others and to know their private affairs. He wishes to add to his intelligence and cleverness by gathering points from here and there with a view to display his great intelligence and secure praise, and is highly pleased when he is praised. 15. A gurumukh is steady in the performance of spiritual practices, always relies upon the grace and mercy of the Satguru, and has unshakable faith in his holy feet. A manmukh is hasty in everything and wishes to finish things hurriedly. In his haste, over and over again, he forgets his trust in the grace and mercy of the Satguru and in his words. 16. All that has been said about the conduct of a gurumukh will be acquired solely by the grace of the Satguru. Only he to whom he is merciful will receive this gift. Those who love his holy feet and have faith in him will surely receive this gift one day. Love for the holy feet of the Satguru is the source of all virtues. All virtues will automatically come to him who receives the gift of love. Then all the Munmuk characteristics will disappear in a minute. This is uh, two short satsangs from Australia, printed in the April 1999 Sant Bani magazine. <clears throat> and um, it relates to um, the uh, duty of parents towards their children. says here, in his greeting talk on April 26, 1985, Sanchi made special mention of the children. I'm very pleased to see all the dear children, and you know that I always love the children. It impresses me very much how the children are sitting here. They are very disciplined. Often I have said that the children who are born in the satsangi families are special. They are the dear souls and it has been decided for them in the court of God that they will definitely come back to the real home in this lifetime. That is why they are given birth in the satsangi families. So I am very pleased to see all the dear souls, dear children here, and I hope that they will maintain the discipline during my stay here, and afterwards also they will maintain the discipline. It becomes the duty of all the parents to teach them how to be in the discipline and how to understand and follow the path of the masters. You know that they are the precious wealth of yourselves and of the country. Your children, when they grow up, are going to become the representatives of your country. They may be the ones who would run the country or who would be responsible for the progress of your country. So it is very important for you to make their lives because they are innocent and they don't know anything of the world now. It all depends on you and it is your duty to make their life. 
And so here are two stories that Sanchi told at the children's satsang. One of them is on uh, the story of Valmik, and the other one is about Farid. And I may not have time to read the second one, sorry. So this was a talk given April 27, 1985. All those children would be adults now. <laughs> I am very pleased to hear the bhajans with children singing with a lot of discipline and a lot of love. And I am very pleased to come to attend the satsang of the children. I always like to do that because children are the innocent souls. They are very loving souls because right now they are not accompanying their minds so much. That is why they are very pure souls. They are very receptive to the truth. Later on, when they will take the company of the mind, that soul will also become like the worldly souls. But right now, because their mind is not working too much, their souls are very pure and they are very receptive. Whenever you give any truthful thing to the children, they will receive it very quickly because they are all very receptive. Like the saints have. They have a lot of patience like the saints have. And that is why I am very pleased to come to attend the satsang of the children. I always like to do that, and I am very pleased to come here and see the discipline of the children. Kabir Saab says that even the dog of a sadhu is better than the mother of a worldly person, because the dog, even though she cannot do the simran, still she can hear the glory of God and see the places of God which the saint, the master, is visiting. So that is why she is considered as better than the mother of the worldly person, because you know that the mother of the worldly person will not inspire that person to do the devotion. She will never think about doing the devotion of the Lord. And that is why the dog of the Satguru is much better than the mother of the worldly person who does not do the meditation. In the Anurag Saga of Kabir, the book printed as The Ocean of Love, you may have read the story of Valmik or Supach. In order to liberate Valmik or Supach, Kabir Saab had to come into this world many times. And he had to take up the human body, which is full of suffering, many times. Kabir Saab had to come into this world again and again because Valmik was his soul, whom he had to liberate. Valmik used to live a very bad life, the life of a dacoit, and it was his mother who had inspired him to become a dacoit. Once it so happened that he killed a person thinking he might have a lot of money in his pocket. But when he searched in his pocket, he found only one penny. When he got only one penny, he felt very bad. Why did I kill a person just for one penny? He went back to his home and he thought about it, and then he thought that he would not do that again. He would not kill people for their money. So the next day, when he did not go to kill and loot the people, his mother asked him, Dear son, what is the reason why you are not going to your job today? Why are you staying here? He said, Mother, yesterday I killed a person and I got only one penny from him, and I think it is not a good thing. I did not do a good thing killing a person just for one penny. It is a very big sin that I have done. His mother wanted to inspire him to go and do his job. His mother was not a satsangi, and she did not know what she was doing, but she wanted to inspire him. So she told him, Okay, you give me that one penny, 
and I will show you what you can do with this one penny. Don't underestimate this penny. She went to the market with that penny and she bought many fish. When she brought those fish in front of Valmik, she tried to explain to him, just for one penny, the person who sold me these fish, he killed so many souls, so many jivas, and you are thinking that you have done a very big sin of killing one person. She told him, it is your job to go and kill people. So you should get ready and go do your job. The meaning of telling this story is that it was the mother of Valmik who inspired him and who made him a dacoit. Some years later, when he met Kabir Saab, as usual in his profession, he said to Kabir Saab, give me whatever you have, otherwise I will kill you. Kabir said, okay, I will give you whatever I have. But first, you answer one question. Tell me why you are doing this job, why you are killing people. He said, I do this for the sake of my children, my family, my mother, and my wife. Kabir Saab then asked him, do you think that they will be responsible for the karmas you are making? Do you think that they will share the consequences of the karmas which you are making for them? Valmik said, I don't know about that. So Kabir Saab told him to go to his home and ask each and every member of the family whether they would be willing to share the karmas. When he went to his wife, she said, no, I will not share the karmas. His mother also replied the same. His children and everybody else had the same answer. Nobody wanted to share the karma. Nobody wanted to become responsible for the karmas he was doing in order to help the family members. When he came back, he realized that whatever he was doing for the other people in the family, he would have to suffer the consequences for that. So why should he do that? When he went back to Kabir Saab, he fell down at his feet and told him, forgive me, master, now give me the initiation. Later on, Kabir Saab gave him the initiation and he did the meditation and became a perfect saint and he went to the real home, Sachkhand. The, um, there's a talk that Master Kripal Singh gave and uh, He's told the same story. I, I, I have a CD in my car and I listen to it sometimes. And Master Kamal says Valmik means the little people's homes on the body because he sat and went into Samadhi and the ants built a big, one of those big anthills over him. And so that's how he got the name Valmik. And his, his story is also included in the, um, the Ramayana. It is in the hands of the parents to make the lives of their children. If the parents are good, if the parents give them good teachings, then the children can also become good people. In the same way, Baba Bishan Das used to tell me a story about a person who was inspired by his mother to become a dacoit. Finally, after he killed somebody and he was put in jail, he was going to be hanged to death. So they asked him if he had any last desire. He said, I don't want to meet anybody except my mother, and I want to tell her something very secret. When his mother came in, that man was behind bars. So he told his mother, Mother, bring your ear very close to me, because I want to tell you something very private, very secret. When she did that, he at once bit off his mother's ear, and he said, Mother, if you had told me in the beginning that stealing is not a good thing, I would not have become a dacoit. I, I would not have gotten such a severe punishment of going up to the gallows today. 
If you had given me good teachings right from the beginning, right from my childhood, I would have become a very good person. It is only because of you that I have become a dacoit, and now I have to face death like this. So the meaning of saying all these stories is that it is in the hands of the parents to make the lives of their children, and it is very important for the satsangi parents to understand their responsibility and to bring up their children according to the teachings of the path. I am very pleased that dear John is teaching the bhajans to the children and that he is teaching them to be in the discipline. I hope that he will continue doing that. Well, I'm sorry, I ran out of time to, uh, to read the story of Fareed. But his mother, I think we all heard that story before. When he was a little boy, she encouraged him to meditate and would put a piece of candy under the mat that he was sitting on and to encourage him. In the beginning, um, he, was, he would meditate. He wasn't initiated yet, I don't believe, but when he'd get the candy, he was pleased, and he continued doing it. Later on, he said to his mother, Mother, I don't need these worldly sweets because the sweetness of God is much sweeter than milk, honey, and the sugar candy. This tape is a conclusion of a talk that Sanchi gave here in July 1996. And he said that, look here, <clears throat> you are a human being and if you had contemplated on the form of the master, if you had contemplated on the Naam, you would have become the form of the Naam. Now you contemplated on the form of the buffalo, that is why you think that you are buffalo and you have become a form of the buffalo. So that is why he said that if we contemplate on the form of the master, if we contemplate on the Naam, we do our devotion in the right way and we become its form. मन रे थिर रहो मत कत जाही जियो बाहर ढूंढत बहुत दुख पावे करे अमरत कट माही जियो हर गुरु नानक देव जी महाराज कहते हैं कि हे पलेमान समान बाहर ढूंढन पे दुख ही दुख है कष्ट ही कष्ट है परेशानियां ही हण वस्तु अंदर है ढूंढदा बाहर है नाउ गुरु नानक देव जी महाराज से दैट ओ वाइज मैन देयर इज नथिंग बट द डिफिकल्टीज एंड द हार्डशिप इन सर्चिंग फॉर हिम आउटसाइड बिकॉज़ द थिंग इज लाइंग विद इन यू एंड यू आर सर्चिंग फॉर इट आउटसाइड आउटसाइड यू विल नॉट गेट इट यू विल ओनली गेट द हार्डशिप्स एंड द डिफिकल्टीज गुरु तेग बहादुर साहिब ने भी कहा है काहे रेज बन खोजन जाई सर्वनवासी सदा अलेपा तो ही संग समाई गुरु तेग बहादुर जी हैज आल्सो सेड दैट व्हाई डू यू गो आउट इन द फॉरेस्ट टू सर्च फॉर हिम बिकॉज़ द ऑल प्रोवाइडिंग द ओमिनिपोटेंट गॉड ऑलमाइटी इज विद इन यू पोप मद जो वास वस्त है मुक्कर में जैसे छाई तैसे ही हर वसे निरंतर कटी को जो पाई जस्ट एज देयर इज अ फ्रेगरेंस इन द फ्लावर and the color in the leaves in the same way oh brother look for god almighty within you because he resides within you 
बाहर ढूंढत बहुत दुख पावे कर अमृत कट माही जियो आवे गुण छोड़ गुणा को तावो कर आवे गुण सानू पता है कि जब कोई ऑपरेशन कराने वास्ते सर्जन के पास जाता है सर्जन की कोई उस दे दुश्मनी नहीं होंगी कि वो जो कुछ सलाह दिता है वह मरीज की बेहतरी वास्ते दिता है जब वो चीर फाड़ करता है वो पूरी कोशिश होंगी है कि ये कोई गंद ना रह जाए साफ हो जाए इस तरह संत महात्मा की बाणी है संत महात्मा जो बाणी लिखते हैं वो ये नहीं वेखते कि इसका लोग विरोध करे लेकिन वो ये चाहते हैं कि ये कोई शक ना रह जाए ये लोग भुले भटके जे आप मन परमात्मा की भगती की तरफ ली नो दैट वैन एनी वन गोज टू अ सर्जन फॉर गैटिंग एन ऑपरेशन डन दैट सर्जन डज नॉट हैव एनी एनिमिटी टूवर्ड्स दैट परसन कम टू हिम फॉर गैटिंग एन ऑपरेशन डन so that is why when he does the surgery he makes sure that no malignant part is remain in the body he removes it even though it may be painful but still he removes that because he wants that person to become better such the same is the bani the same is true for the bani of the perfect masters when the masters write the bani they don't care that whether the person who is following this bani will be humiliated by the people or not what they are concerned is is the betterment of that person they do not want that the person who is reading and following the bani should be left with any kind of doubt and the confusion that is why in their bani they always tell us the truth guru nanak dev ji maharaj kende hai aap de avguna di taraf dekho dusre de gun dekho gun grahan di aadat pao gun kathe karo avguna jehde aap de andar bahar ke bahar kad de so guru nanak dev ji maharaj says that you make the habit of looking at your own faults look at your own faults and look at the good qualities of others and remove all the bad qualities all the faults which you have in your within take them out agar koi abgun ho bhi janda hai to us da pacho taava karo pacho taava kanna nu hath lao ke assi pher nahi karange if you make a fault if you make a mistake you repent for it you repent that you will never do that again आवे गुण छोड़ गुण को तावो कर आवे गुण पछताही जियो सारे आप सर की सार न जाने फिर फिर कीच बुढ़ाही मैं कई दफा पहला भी एक कहानी सुनाई है कि एक महात्मा से दो चेले उन्होंने देखा कि पिछु ये ना कह कि यह कोई फैसला नहीं करके गया झगड़ते ना रह कि मैं यदा वारस बनना सोने दो जानवर दते कि इन्हों उस जगह कतल करके आना है जिथे कोई देखे ना एक तो उन्होंने महात्मा की तलीम के मुताबिक अंदर जाता सर जुड़िया होया महात्मा प्रगट किया दूसरा सिर्फ चतरी से गलों का गलों सारा कुछ ठीक करता 
ਉਸਨੇ ਥੋੜਾ ਜਿਹਾ ਪਾਸੇ ਹੋਇਆ ਉਹ ਜਾਨਵਰ ਦਾ ਗਲਾ ਦਬਾਇਆ ਲਿਆ ਕੇ ਰੱਖਤਾ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਜੀ ਕੋਈ ਨਹੀਂ ਦੇਖਦਾ ਸੀਗਾ ਮੈਂ ਆ ਕਰ ਲੈਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਦੂਸਰਾ ਅੰਦਰੂਨੀ ਰਾਜ ਦਾ ਵਾਕਬ ਸੀਗਾ ਉਸਨੇ ਬਥੇਰਾ ਆਪ ਦੀਆਂ ਅੱਖਾਂ ਵੀ ਬੰਦ ਕੀਤੀਆਂ ਜਾਨਵਰ ਦੀਆਂ ਵੀ ਕੀਤੀਆਂ ਹੋਰ ਬੜੀਆਂ ਡੂੰਗੀਆਂ ਡੂੰਗੀਆਂ ਖੱਡਾਂ ਵਿੱਚ ਵੀ ਗਿਆ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਕੋਈ ਐਸੀ ਜਗ੍ਹਾ ਨਾ ਦਿਸੀ ਉਸ ਨੂੰ ਥਿਆਈ ਜਿੱਥੇ ਕਿ ਉਹ ਪਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਜਾਂ ਉਹਦਾ ਗੁਰੂ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਮਹਾਤਮਾ ਨੇ ਨਾਮ ਦਿੱਤਾ ਸੀ ਉਹ ਨਾ ਦੇਖਦਾ ਹੋਵੇ ਉਹਨੇ ਲਿਆ ਕੇ ਮਹਾਤਮਾ ਦੇ ਅੱਗੇ ਰੱਖ ਦਿੱਤਾ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗਿਆ ਜੀ ਆਪ ਦਾ ਹੁਕਮ ਸੀਗਾ ਕਿ ਉੱਥੇ ਕਤਲ ਕਰਿਓ ਜਿੱਥੇ ਕੋਈ ਦੇਖੇ ਨਾ ਮੈਂ ਆਪ ਦੀਆਂ ਵੀ ਅੱਖਾਂ ਬੰਦ ਕੀਤੀਆਂ ਇਹਦੀਆਂ ਵੀ ਕੀਤੀਆਂ ਬੜੀਆਂ ਡੂੰਗੀਆਂ ਖੱਡਾਂ ਵਿੱਚ ਵੀ ਗਿਆ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਕੋਈ ਐਸੀ ਜਗ੍ਹਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਸੀ ਜਿਸ ਜਗ੍ਹਾ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਪਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਦੇਖਦਾ ਸੀਗਾ ਸੋ ਆ ਤੁਹਾਡਾ ਜਾਨਵਰ ਹੈ ਮਹਾਤਮਾ ਨੇ ਉੱਠ ਕੇ ਉਸ ਨੂੰ ਛਾਤੀ ਨਾਲ ਲਾਇਆ ਕਿ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਖੁਸ਼ੀ ਹੈ ਤੂੰ ਮੇਰੀ ਤਲੀਮ ਤੇ ਅਮਲ ਕੀਤਾ ਹੈ ਆਈ ਹੈ ਟੋਲਡ ਯੂ ਦਿਸ ਸਟੋਰੀ ਬਿਫੋਰ ਆਲਸੋ ਇਟ ਇਜ਼ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਅ ਮਹਾਤਮਾ ਹੂ ਹੈਡ ਟੂ ਡਿਸਾਈਪਲਸ ਐਂਡ ਹੀ ਥੌਟ ਥੈਟ ਆਈ ਸ਼ੁੱਡ ਸੋਲਵ ਥਿਸ ਮੈਟਰ ਆਫ ਦ ਸਕਸੈਸਰਸ਼ਿਪ ਬਿਫੋਰ ਆਈ ਲੀਵ otherwise after i leave they will fight among themselves they will say that they they both will say that they are the successor in that way they will fight so in order to test them he gave both of them an animal each and he told them that you go and take this animal and you kill them at a place where nobody sees you doing that so they both took the animals and they both went their way one was one of the disciple had lived his life according to the teachings of his master and he had understood the master he used to go in the within and he had understood the reality of the master the other disciple of the master was very clever and he was the that kind of person who wants to achieve everything only by talking so he just went a little bit further away he strangled that animal and he brought back to the master and he said that master this is the animal and you had asked me to kill him and i have killed him and nobody was seeing me doing that the other disciple who used to go in the within and who was the know the knower of the real secret of the master he went to many different places he closed his own eyes he closed the eyes of the animal he went into very deep underground places in very deep dark places but still he was not able to kill that animal because everywhere he was seeing his master everywhere everywhere he was seeing god almighty looking at him so he could not kill that animal so he brought back that back that animal alive saying that master it was your order that i should kill this animal at a place where nobody would be seeing me but i'm sorry i could not do that because everywhere either you or god almighty were looking at me and i could not do that because you had said that i should kill it only when nobody was looking at me so master became very pleased with him and he embraced him and he made him his successor pyareo sade ved shastra wahi parde hai ke sadguru shabd de vich aunda hai shabd de prachar karda hai shabd de vich ja ke samanda hai jadon naam danda hai shabd roop ho ke sevak de andar baith janda hai tuhadi sangat de vich bahut premi aise hunde hai jehde siddha hi oh sandesh prapt kar lende hai ਹੁਣ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਸੋਚ ਕੇ ਦੇਖ ਲਓ ਕੋਈ ਇਹ ਪਰੀਆਂ ਦੀਆਂ ਕਹਾਣੀਆਂ ਨਹੀਂ ਇਹ ਇੱਕ ਸੱਚ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਜਦੋਂ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਇਹ ਪਤਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਸਾਡਾ ਸਤਿਗੁਰੂ ਪਵਿੱਤਰ ਸਾਡੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਫੇਰ ਅਸੀਂ ਵਿਸ਼ੇ ਬਕਾਰਾਂ ਦੇ ਚਿੱਕੜ ਵਿੱਚ ਲਿਬੜਾਂਗੇ ਕਿ ਅਸੀਂ ਫਿਰ ਝੂਠ ਬੋਲਾਂਗੇ ਝੂਠ ਬੋਲਾਂਗੇ ਕੀ ਦੇ ਅੱਗੇ ਆਪਦੇ ਗੁਰੂ ਅੱਗੇ ਬੋਲਾਂਗੇ ਜਾਂ ਅਸੀਂ ਕਦੇ ਕਿਸੇ ਦੀ ਨਿੰਦਿਆ ਕਰਾਂਗੇ ਜੇ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਇਹ ਪਤਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਸਾਡਾ ਅਫਸਰ ਸਾਡੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਹੈ dear ones even our vedas and shastras and all the holy scriptures they bear this testimony they all say that the perfect masters come from within the shabda 
they live with the Shabda and finally they go back and merge themselves in the Shabad. And uh, when the master, who is the form of the Shabad, gives us the initiation, in the form of the Shabbat, he takes his seat within us, he resides within us, and he is always present within us, right after, since the time of our initiation with him, he is always present with us, and he does not leave us until he has taken us back to the Shabbat. So, when that Shabbat form of the Master is residing within us, if we know this, will we ever lie to others? Will we criticize? anyone because if we are lying it means that we are lying to the master if we are criticizing we are criticizing our master so will we ever get ourselves dirty in the dirt of this world will we ever indulge in the pleasures once we realize that our master is always present within us in the form of the shabbat to guru nanak dev ji maharaj kande sar avsar ki sar na jane phir phir ki badahi jiyo so guru nanak dev ji maharaj says that those who do not understand the reality, they do not know the difference between the opportunities, good and the bad opportunities. Again and again they go and they make themselves dirty in the dirt of the passions. Sare ap sare ki sare na jane Phir phir keech pudahi jiyo Antar mail lob pohchuthe Bahar nao kahi jiyo Now Guru Nanak Dev Ji Maharaj Jinnanu shabd ni milya, naam ni milya O lok आप दे पापा दी मैल लाउंड दा जो पाव कर दे है वो दा जिक्र कर दे है क्योंकि अंदर आत्मा नू मैल ता बिछे बकारां दी लगी है चूठ दी लगी है निंदिया दी लगी है Now Guru Nanak Dev Ji Maharaj talks about the practices to remove the dirt of the soul He talks about those people who have not yet got the Naam initiation He says that our soul has the dirt of the falsehood, the criticism, the passions so he says that those people who have not yet got the Naam initiation, in order to remove the dirt of the soul, they are taking the outer means and outer rights and rituals. We try to remove the impurity of our soul by using the outer water. But what is required? We should remove the impurity or the dirt of the criticism. If we are having, if we are jealous towards anyone, we should give up the jealousy. If we are saying lies, we should give up that impurity. So these are the things which we need to give up from our within. Antar mail lob pohchuthe Bahar nao kahi jiyo Nirmal naam japo sade gurmukh Antar ki gat kahi so 
ਉਹ ਤੁਹਾਨੂੰ ਵੀ ਨਿਰਮਲ ਕਰ ਦੇਗਾ ਨਾਮ ਸੱਚਾ ਹੈ ਤੁਹਾਨੂੰ ਵੀ ਸੱਚਾ ਕਰ ਦੇਗਾ what you should do you should go to the feet of the perfect master and get the naam from him naam is holy he will make you holy naam is pure he will make you pure naam is the truth he will make you the true one sach parana nathiya naam na mela hoye the truth never becomes old the naam never becomes dirty nirmal naam japo sade gur mukh antar ki gat tahi jiyo pare har lob ninda ood te aago sach gur bachni phal paahi ਆ ਪਿਆਰ ਨਾਲ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਆ ਜੋ ਗੁਰੂ ਤੁਹਾਨੂੰ ਹਦਾਇਤ ਕਰਦਾ ਹੈ ਸੰਤ ਸਤਿਗੁਰੂ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਨਿੰਦਿਆ ਤੋਂ ਵਰਜਦੇ ਹੈ ਸਭ ਸੰਤ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਆ ਕਿ ਨਿੰਦਿਆ ਜਿਹੜੀ ਕਰਨੀ ਹੈ ਇਹ ਅਗਲੇ ਦੇ ਪਾਪਾਂ ਦਾ ਬੋਝਾ ਚੱਕਣਾ ਹੈ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਸਾਵਣ ਸਿੰਘ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਹੁੰਦੇ ਸੀਗੇ ਜਿਹਦੀ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਨਿੰਦਿਆ ਕਰਦੇ ਹੋ ਉਹਦੇ ਸਾਰੇ ਪਾਪ ਤੁਹਾਡੇ ਖਾਤੇ ਜਮਾ ਹੋਣਗੇ ਔਰ ਜਿਹੜੇ ਤੁਹਾਡੇ ਅੱਛੇ ਗੁਣ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਜਿਹਦੀ ਨਿੰਦਿਆ ਕਰਦੇ ਉਹਦੇ ਖਾਤੇ ਜਮਾ ਹੋਣਗੇ ਨਾ ਲਵਿੰਗਲੀ ਹੀ ਸੇਸ ਦੈਟ ਯੂ ਸ਼ੁਡ ਓਬੇ ਦੀ ਐਡਵਾਈਸਸ ਫਾਲੋ ਦੀ ਇਨਸਟਰਕਸ਼ਨਸ ਆਫ ਦ ਸੇਂਟਸ ਆਫ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰਸ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰਸ ਟੈਲ ਅਸ ਦੈਟ ਵੀ ਸ਼ੁਡ ਐਬਸਟੇਨ ਫਰਮ ਦ ਕ੍ਰਿਟਿਸਿਜ਼ਮ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਸਾਵਨ ਸਿੰਘ ਜੀ ਯੂਸਟ ਟੂ ਸੇਸ ਦੈਟ ਵੈਨ ਵੀ ਆਰ ਕ੍ਰਿਟਿਸਾਈਜ਼ਿੰਗ ਅਦਰ ਪੀਪਲ ਵਾਟ ਵੀ ਆਰ ਡੂਇੰਗ ਵੀ ਆਰ ਗੈਟਿੰਗ ਦੀ ਇਫੈਕਟ ਆਫ ਆਲ ਦ ਬੈਡ ਕਰਮਾਸ ਫਰਮ ਹਿਸ ਅਕਾਊਂਟ ਹਿਸ ਬੈਡ ਕਰਮਾਸ ਆ ਟ੍ਰਾਂਸਫਰ ਇਨਟੂ ਆਵਰ ਅਕਾਊਂਟ ਐਂਡ ਆਲ ਆਵਰ ਗੁੱਡ ਡੀਡਸ ਆਲ ਆਵਰ ਗੁੱਡ ਕਰਮਾਸ go into the account of the person whom we criticize guru nanak dev ji bhi kehnde hai nindya bhali kaahu ki nahi beshak koi papi hai wo aapde vaaste karda hai assi nindya karke oda bojha kyun chukiye bhai nindya bhali kaahu ki nahi man mukh mugdh karan muh kaale tan nindka narke kor pavan guru nanak dev ji maharaj says that no one's criticism is good even if one is a grave sinner but still to criticize him is not good for us if he is doing anything wrong he is doing it for his own self why should we criticize him and carry his burden on our head so guru nanak sahib says that no one's criticism is good the manmukhs they in order to please their mind they criticize others and those who criticize others their faces are blackened pyareo nindya kaun karda hai ਜਿਹਦੇ ਦਿਲ ਵਿੱਚ ਹੰਕਾਰ ਹੈ ਵੀ ਮੈਂ ਚੰਗਾ ਹਾਂ ਮੈਥੋਂ ਕੋਈ ਚੰਗਾ ਨਾ ਬਣ ਜਾਵੇ ਉਹ ਦੂਸਰੇ ਦੀ ਨਿੰਦਿਆ ਕਰਦਾ ਹੈ those who criticize others their faces are blackened and they go in the deep hell dear ones who criticizes others only he who thinks that he is the best of all he is better than all and he who has the egoism he who has the pride in him he is he is the only one who criticizes others ਮੈਂ ਹਮੇਸ਼ਾ ਦੱਸਦਾ ਹੁੰਨਾ ਕਿ ਜੋ ਕਮਾਈ ਵਾਲੇ ਮਹਾਤਮਾ ਹੈ ਇਹੀ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਦੀ ਨਿਸ਼ਾਨੀ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਹੈ ਨਾ ਉਹ ਖੁਦ ਕਿਸੇ ਦੀ ਨਿੰਦਿਆ ਆਪਣੇ ਸਤਸੰਗ ਵਿੱਚ ਕਰਨ ਨਾ ਪ੍ਰਾਈਵੇਟ ਟਾਈਮ ਚ ਕਰਨ ਨਾ ਆਪਦੀ ਸੰਗਤ ਨੂੰ ਇਸ ਪਾਸੇ ਉਹ ਇਜਾਜ਼ਤ ਦੇਣ ਕਿ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਨਿੰਦਿਆ ਕਰੋ ਰੀਵਨਸ ਦੈਟ ਸੌਰੀ this is my personal experience that the perfect masters they never criticize anyone they themselves never criticize anyone nor do they teach their disciples to criticize others neither they criticize anyone in the satsang nor in their private time and they never allow their dear ones also to criticize others mara savan singh kehnde hunde si har indri de andar koi na koi swad hai nindya jehdi hai eh bina lajjat to hai ehda na khatti hai na mitthi hai 
ਲੇਕਿਨ ਜਿਹਨੂੰ ਇਹ ਚਿੰਬੜ ਜਾਂਦੀ ਹੈ ਉਹਦਾ ਇਹ ਖੜਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਛੱਡਦੀ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਸਾਵਨ ਸਿੰਘ ਯੂਸ ਟੂ ਸੇ ਦੈਟ ਫਰਮ ਏਵਰੀ ਆਰਗਨ ਆਫ ਸੈਂਸ ਦੈਟ ਦਾ ਪਲੇਜਰਸ ਵਿਚ ਵੀ ਆਰ ਹੈਵਿੰਗ ਹੈਸ ਸਮ ਟੇਸਟ ਬਟ ਕ੍ਰਿਟਿਸਾਈਜ਼ਮ ਕ੍ਰਿਟਿਸਿਜ਼ਮ ਇਸ ਸਚ ਅ ਥਿੰਗ ਇਟ ਡਸ ਨਾਟ ਹੈਵ ਐਨੀ ਟੇਸਟ ਨੀਦਰ ਇਟ ਇਸ ਸਵੀਟ ਨਾਰ ਇਟ ਇਸ ਸਾਵਰ ਬਟ ਇਟ ਇਸ ਸਚ ਅ ਥਿੰਗ ਇਟ ਇਸ ਸਚ ਅ ਪਲੇਜਰ ਦੈਟ ਵਨਸ ਵਨ ਗੈਟਸ ਅਟੈਚਡ ਟੂ ਇਟ ਇਟ ਡਸ ਨਾਟ ਲੀਵ ਦੈਟ ਪਰਸਨ ਅਲੋਨ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਨਕ ਦੇਵ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਆ ਜੇ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਅੰਦਰ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਉਸ ਅੰਮ੍ਰਿਤ ਨੂੰ ਪੀਣਾ ਚਾਹੁੰਦੇ ਹੋ ਪਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਨੂੰ ਮਿਲਣਾ ਚਾਹੁੰਦੇ ਹੋ ਗੁਰੂ ਨੂੰ ਪ੍ਰਗਟ ਕਰਨਾ ਚਾਹੁੰਦੇ ਹੋ ਜੋ ਕੁਝ ਤੁਹਾਨੂੰ ਗੁਰੂ ਕਹਿੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਨਿੰਦਿਆ ਛੱਡ ਦਿਓ ਝੂਠ ਬੋਲਣਾ ਛੱਡ ਦਿਓ ਦੁਬਦਾ ਛੱਡ ਦਿਓ ਹੀਰਖਾ ਛੱਡ ਦਿਓ ਜਲਨ ਛੱਡ ਦਿਓ ਕਿਉਂਕਿ ਸਭ ਨੂੰ ਦੇਣੇ ਵਾਲਾ ਉਹ ਪਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਹੈ ਸੋ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਨਕ ਦੇਵ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਵੈਰੀ ਲਵਿੰਗਲੀ ਸੇਜ਼ ਦੈਟ ਇਫ ਯੂ ਵਾਂਟ ਟੂ ਡ੍ਰਿੰਕ ਦੈਟ ਨੈਕਟਰ ਗੋਇੰਗ ਇਨ ਦ ਵਿਦਿਨ ਵਾਟ ਯੂ ਸ਼ੁੱਡ ਡੂ ਯੂ ਸ਼ੁੱਡ ਗਿਵ ਅਪ ਦ ਕ੍ਰਿਟਿਸਿਜ਼ਮ ਯੂ ਸ਼ੁੱਡ ਗਿਵ ਅਪ ਦ ਰਿਵੈਲਿਟੀ ਯੂ ਸ਼ੁੱਡ ਗਿਵ ਅਪ ਟੈਲਿੰਗ ਦ ਲਾਈਸ ਯੂ ਸ਼ੁੱਡ ਗਿਵ ਅਪ ਦ ਜੈਲਸੀ ਬਿਕਾਜ਼ ਗੋਡ ਆਲਮਾਈਟੀ ਇਜ਼ ਦ ਵਨ ਹੂ ਹੈਜ਼ ਗਿਵਨ ਏਵਰੀਥਿੰਗ ਟੂ ਏਵਰੀਵਨ ਪਾਰੇ ਹਰ ਨਿਲੋਪ ਨਿੰਦਾ ਕੂੜ ਤੇ ਆਗੋ ਸੱਚ ਗੋਰ ਬਚਨੀ ਹਲ ਪਾਹੀ ਜਿਓ ਜਿਓ ਪਾਵੇ ਤਿਓ ਰਾਖੋ ਹਰ ਜਿਓ ਜਨ ਨਾਨਕ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਸਲਾਹੀ ਜਿਓ ਮਹਾਤਮਾ ਕੁਲ ਮਾਲਕ ਬਣ ਕੇ ਮਾਲਕ ਰੂਪ ਬਣ ਕੇ ਫਿਰ ਵੀ ਦਮਨੀ ਮਾਰ ਦੇਗੇ ਆਪਣੇ ਆਪ ਨੂੰ ਸੰਗਤ ਦਾ ਜੋੜੇ ਛਾੜਨ ਵਾਲਾ ਆਪਦੇ ਗੁਰੂ ਦੇ ਅੱਗੇ ਆਜੇ ਜੋ ਕੋਈ ਖੜ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਆ ਕਿ ਇਹ ਸਤਿਗੁਰੂ ਮੈਂ ਤੇਰੀ ਸ਼ਰਨ ਵਿੱਚ ਆਇਆ ਹਾਂ ਮੈਂ ਭੁੱਲੜ ਜੀਵ ਹਾਂ ਹੁਣ ਤੂੰ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਬਖਸ਼ ਲੈ ਮੈਂ ਪਹਿਲਾਂ ਹੀ ਤੇਥੋਂ ਵਿਛੜ ਕੇ ਬੜੀਆਂ ਠੋਕਰਾਂ ਖਾਧੀਆਂ ਹਨ ਬੜੇ ਮੈਂ ਜਨਮ ਦੇਖ ਚੁੱਕਿਆ ਹਾਂ ਮੈਂ ਥੱਕ ਗਿਆ ਹਾਂ ਮੈਂ ਤੇਰੀ ਸ਼ਰਨ ਵਿੱਚ ਆਇਆ ਹਾਂ ਜੇ ਮੇਰੇ ਆਪਣੇ ਬਲ ਨਾਲ ਮੈਂ ਮਿਲ ਸਕਦਾ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਮੈਂ ਅੱਜ ਤੱਕ ਤੇਥੋਂ ਵਿਛੜ ਕੇ ਰੋਂਦਾ ਕਿਉਂ ਫਿਰਦਾ ਤੜਫਦਾ ਕਿਉਂ ਫਿਰਦਾ ਤੂੰ ਮੇਰੇ ਤੇ ਦਇਆ ਕਰ ਸੱਚੀ ਨਿਮਰਤਾ ਸੱਚੀ ਆਜ ਜੀ ਜਿਹੜੀ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਮਹਾਤਮਾ ਦੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਹੀ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਹੈ ਈਵਨ ਦੋ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰਸ ਆਰ ਆਲ ਓਨਰ ਦੇ ਆਰ ਆਲ ਕੰਪੀਟੈਂਟ ਐਂਡ ਓਮਨੀਪਟੈਂਟ ਬਟ ਸਟਿਲ ਇਨ ਫਰੰਟ ਆਫ ਦੇਅਰ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਦੇ ਸਟੈਂਡ ਅਪ ਐਜ਼ ਅ ਵੈਰੀ ਹੰਬਲ ਵੈਰੀ ਮੀਕ ਸੋਲ ਐਜ਼ ਅ ਵੈਰੀ ਪੂਅਰ ਵਨ ਐਂਡ ਦੇ ਸੇ ਦੈਟ ਓ ਲਾਰਡ you bless me you forgive me you shower your grace upon me i have come to you as a very meek and humble person i am a very lowly one and now i have taken refuge at your in your feet so you kindly shower your grace and you bless me you forgive me for all my faults they are never proud of their own selves they say that oh lord if it was in our hands why we would have wandered here and there and uh, now i have i am tired i have wandered enough finally give me the refuge in your at your feet you kindly shower your grace upon me our final bhajan is on page 213 Asa Guru De Devare Ute Rona. Let us weep at the door of the Master. Perhaps he will take pity on us. Let us keep our head bowed at the door. Perhaps he will take pity on us. We have torn our colored clothes and are sitting at the door holding the beggar's bowl. 
Let us now make the garlands of tears, so that he might take pity on us. Let us call at your door like the beggars, and get our wishes fulfilled. It does not matter if we have to stand there day and night. Hoping to meet my beloved somewhere, I have been counting days, as it is very difficult to bear the pain of separation. Thoughts of our mind are scattered, and we have gotten dirty over many births. The master had to become like a washerman and clean our souls. O oh, Emperor Kirpalji, my Lord Ajave is sitting at your door. Oh, no. O oh, Emperor Kirpalji, my Lord, Ajave is sitting at your door doing the austerity of meditation. Let us hold our jolly open and stand at your door. Let us weep at the door of the master. Perhaps he will take pity on us. Let us keep our head bowed at the door. Perhaps he will take pity on us. This is on page 213. <laughs>
शादमान मेरे पे जाए जुक जुक जारत करो नादमान मेरे पे Kripalji, my lord, Ajayb is sitting at your door, doing the austerity of meditation. Let us hold our jolly open and stand at your door. Let us weep at the door of the master, perhaps he will take pity on us. Let us keep our head bowed at the door, perhaps he will take pity on us. May God bless us all. <laughs> 